I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Grind Season. Hello, this is Anthony Sane, one of the co-hosts of Grind Season, along with my good friend and co-host Jason Smith of the Jason and John Show, a show that you can hear every Monday through Friday on 92.9 ESPN from 11 until 2 p.m. They are an Odyssey uh, show as well. Um, Jason, what's going on, my brother? First of all, Merry Christmas to you. Merry day after Christmas when we're recording this. Smith, how you doing, brother? Everything is good. Same from a Christmas standpoint, man. Got everything uh, Got everything I wanted. More importantly, the family did. We had a good Christmas. I hope you did as well, brother. Were y'all in town? I did. We didn't. We were. We were right here. We had a, we had a low key Christmas. Didn't have didn't have much family over. Just had a little holiday ham, baby. We ate from that thing. We ate good from it. Had a little. Uh, had some greens, some okra. Nice mm-hmm. little Christmas meal, and then we watched. The Grizzlies lose, and that left a bit. That left a bit of taste. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't think I eat any traditional Christmas food over this entire uh, weekend. Uh, we do more of a Christmas Eve celebration, my family, um, on Christmas Eve night, and then we just kind of do our thing a little bit on Christmas Day, but nothing really big. Um, yeah, man. But yes, yeah, it was a great holiday for sure. Um, thankful for for health and. Amen. Those type of things and family and all those type of things. The joy of seeing your kids open up shit that you that that couple of seconds of satisfaction that they that you get from from hard years and and hours of hard work throughout the year. Um, yeah, yep. not really good much of a payoff, but you know whatever. <laughs> no, you'll, you'll take it for those few seconds though. Sir. Yeah, uh-huh. I hope you got it in in on video or or by a photo. I did get video. Video go away that feeling. Yeah, I did get video of him opening Good. up, uh, showing him that he had two PlayStation 5s this year. He's got one in his Woo! mom's house, and he's got one up here with me. So, yeah, he, was, he was excited to see that for sure. Um, yeah, ja, uh, the Ja Morant, uh, the Black 3-6 Mafia album cover, Memphis Rap album cover jersey was was ja, was was uh, on Gabe's table this, uh, under his tree this year as well. He got that. He got a pair of uh, Air Max Penny Ones, the, the my favorite shoe of all time. I was jealous of my own son giving him a gift. I don't think he understood what he had in his hand, but but anywho, we're uh, we're of course talking about things that are non basketball related because we don't want to talk about the basketball related stuff. Hmm. I don't I don't really know how many games have happened since the last time we talked, but I know three. there was one. Yeah, there were three games, but we're not going. I don't really care about any of that. Understood. <laughs> we are here to talk about um, yesterday's game. I don't know when you guys will, will hear this, uh, but the game I'm calling yesterday, of course, is the Christmas Day game. The Grizzlies' first ever Christmas Day game uh, was on yesterday. Prime time, 7 o'clock. 
the Grizzlies versus the Warriors. We're going to talk about that today. We're also going to talk about exciting news. John Morant gave y'all a sneak peek, a preview of not one, but two colorways of the jaw one, not the Morant one, the jaw one by Nike, which will be out in, I think, April. Am I not mm-hmm. mistaken? Yep, mm-hmm. coming in April. We saw two pair of them joints yesterday. We will talk about that as well as who brought the season in since the last time we talked. Um, You'll hear about that and more on the show today. Of course, you guys, uh, however you're listening, please subscribe. Uh, however you're listening, keep doing that method. Try another method, whatever works for you. You can find us on any um, uh, podcast network, literally. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find Grind Season. Make sure you, you subscribe to us. We're, of course, free on the free Odyssey app or however you listen to podcasts. Uh, but enough the delaying the inevitable, Jason Smith. Let's talk about um uh, what everyone wants to talk about. I've I've allowed myself not 24 hours to process, but it is about 1 15 p.m. as you record this on the day after Christmas. I've allowed myself a little time to process this. I was watching this in mo in probably not the most ideal situation, Jason Smith. I was listening to this while I was uh away from home in a loud environment trying to be hospitable mm. and also watch the game and lose my mind at the same time. Were you able to watch the game undisturbed? Were you able to watch this in a pretty Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, watch watched it uh, you know, with with great expectations and high hopes looking to I I think, you know, embarrassed is the word that that oh, our man, man you know, Drew our producers got on the screen. I, that that was the feeling afterwards, especially going to that game hoping to salvage a road trip, you know, finish it off 2 and 2, especially after a, a strong performance against Phoenix. And you know that you're doing it against a, a Golden State team that doesn't have Steph, doesn't have Wiggins as well. And so, yeah, man, watch the whole thing from start to finish. And you start hyped up. You start, man, it's the first Christmas game, you know, first Christmas Day game ever for the Grizzlies. Let's make a statement. You know, Jaws talked about not being concerned about anybody in the West. Man. You, you see Steph looking like uh, Oscar the Grouch in that green count outfit. <laughs> it looked terrible. And you say, you know, you're going to make a statement. And then. I think Jordan Poole ends up with 17 in the first quarter. And from, from the get-go, you're like, what, what's going on here? And, and again, albeit against a Golden State team that had been good at home, 12-2, and two, now 13-2, one of the best records at home. But you're doing it without the heartbeat, without Steph Curry. And so mm-hmm. uh, the night finished in disappointment. Yeah, man, I, I watched the entire thing from start to finish and got mad at everybody from Jaron to Dylan Brooks to the referees at one point. But I just thought, you know, I for me, the bottom line saying for the most part was I didn't think the Ja Morant's teammates. I know a lot of the talk today is on Ja backing up your words, not being concerned about anybody in the West. And you lose to a Golden State team you're supposed to have a rivalry with that didn't have Steph. But but for me, it was his teammates mm-hmm. more so not stepping up and matching what I thought was some pretty good energy from him. I mean, Ja, ja had a Ja had a pretty good game. All things considered, I think, you know, six, seven turnovers, that's fine. But yeah. all things considered, I didn't think his teammates matched the effort. So in the end, you know, I was disappointed with the uh, with the effort to finish off the road trip there, son. Yeah, man. I, um, yeah, I'm trying not to be super emotional as I kind of prepare myself to des- describe what I saw yesterday. But I just can't avoid it, man. Like, I, there, there are certain things that – I'll be honest. Watching that game last night, in front of in front of company in front of people I was meeting for the first time, it was a situation where I'm like, this really makes me question everything I thought was true. Jason Smith, that's that's that was the emotion I had last night. Like, okay, what is real to me? 
and there's only two things, three things that I think that are true about this team that I think you can stand on. I think that John Morant, when the lights are the brightest, he takes his game to another level. He definitely did that yesterday. Mm -hmm. I saw that Dylan Brooks is a guy that win, lose, or draw is going to come for the smoke. Whether he, you know, whether you're losing, winning, I've never seen, I've never questioned a lack of effort when it comes to Dylan Brooks. And he definitely came with the energy, the effort yesterday for sure. Those things, those two things are true. And the number three is Santi Aldama might be a man, man. Those hmm. are the three positives I took from that game. That he was ready for that moment. Dylan was ready for the moment. John Morant was ready for the moment, of course. The rest of these dudes on this team, man, I don't know, bro. I, like, I mean, I, I'm with you on Dylan's energy, but when you give up 17 points to pool in yeah, the first quarter, he cooked, yeah. and, and he got cooked in the first in the first quarter, and that was part of them setting the tone. I thought now he that got better, and and again, pool ends up getting ejected, but. I, I, I'm with you. Most of the time, Dylan is there. I just, for, for as much as we've praised him as being that guy on the, you know, being that guy that sets the tone, I just thought mm -hmm. you know, his job too is to, is to, is to shut a guy down, especially with that defensive game plan getting simpler, right? When you take Steph Curry yeah. out, I just yeah. didn't think he did a good job, an effective enough job early on. And like I said, I'll give, I'll give Desmond Bain a pass because he's probably oh, not yeah. supposed to be out there. Just be honest. I don't, I don't need, I don't even know if Bain's even supposed to be out there. Right, yeah, second, second game. game back. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he's even supposed to be out there really at all. And I think I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if you see them kind of lightening this load going forward. Um, but man, I saw so many things. It just made me like, dude, can I? Can I trust you? Yeah, <laughs> so those, those were your positives there. Yeah, like those are the three positives I had from the game. But Dylan, we you know Dylan's gonna be out there and be a madman. And like so many people know. A lot of stuff, even on the defensive end with Dylan, isn't actually his mechanics or anything he's doing. He's a very undisciplined defender, for sure. But it's just the mental stuff that he brings, the energy, the, the right toughness here. he brings. With you. Those things are, are tangible, too, too. You know what I mean? So that part, you know he's going to bring. Like I said, Santi Aldama impressed me, man. He had a hard he, – he was he came out kind of looking kind of shaky, but he toughened up. He was barking right back and forth with – uh, Draymond, the Draymond Greens of the world. Yep. Santi's a tough, wild ass dude, man. Like for real. Like that dude is nuts. And, and, and I'm down. I'm riding for Santi Aldama for sure. But the negatives, man. Jaron Jackson Jr., one of my favorite players Ooh. in the entire NBA. Bro. And there's a lot of talk about the whole was Taylor Jenkins wrong when Jaron picked up his fourth foul in the third and should you let him play it out? And is it better to have him sitting on the bench or uh or or let him play to get his fifth foul or what? Man, I'm not I'm not making these type of excuses for Jaron, man. Like, bro, this is this is one of the bigger games you you've played in, in your career. All eyes on you, prime time, the seven o'clock game on Christmas Day, and you flat out were not ready for the fight. Draymond Green little, literally little bro's you. You're his little bro from Michigan State days, and he little bro's you on national television. He he baited you into everything he wanted you to do. And you were just constantly getting fouls, constantly hands everywhere, mind nowhere on the game, lack of focus, lack of discipline. And we need – Jaron Jackson Jr. has been probably the second most important player on this team, especially when you talk about the run that we made to get us to the top of the West. Jaron Jackson Jr. was a huge part of it. And, dude, you just totally checked out. Like you totally – it's almost like you didn't play in the game yesterday. Only 21 minutes. 
to your yeah. point. You take yourself out of the game by getting into foul trouble. And it was, and he had the five fouls against Denver, you know, in that game. And remember, I know, I know it was a blowout, but but five games goes Milwaukee got right. into the foul trouble there against Giannis. But back to your point, saying he should be past this. And and, and to your point, it's the it's the I don't know not to interrupt your point, but it's the type of it's the what it's the way he's getting them saying. Yeah, man, it's disgusting. The fifth one, and I was gonna save this for seasoning, but you know, grabbing Wiseman by the jersey when you know the team needs you on the floor and you know the refs are watching you when you've been told that is borderline yeah. stupidity now. Like it's past the point of immaturity where it's like, bro, they've told you this a thousand times, and yet the type of foul is still one that's you know, one that a 18-year-old or 19-year-old first year, you know, grabbing James Wiseman by the jersey. It's mm -hmm. it's the type of foul saying at a time where you know you got to be on the floor for this team. Like that's that's what I can't get past. Right. You know, I, I thought we were, I'll be honest with you, I thought we we had turned the corner with some of this stuff. And and I'll say this, Jaron was getting a very favorable whistle. Jaron's been fouling the entire season. <laughs> but he's good, he's he, he was getting a very favorable whistle. And I will say this, this is a conspiracy thing, this isn't a finger point thing. But I will say that when John Morant got ejected from that game and all that the talking he was doing, that's when Jaron's whistle kind of ended. I don't know. I don't know if anybody else picked that up, but yeah, around that time is when you saw Jaron's whistle. It's the talking. Like we talk so fucking much, man, as a team, that we're 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 working against ourselves. Our perception is is horrible, with 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 fans, refs, all anyone. You know what I mean? Because we do so much. I'm not going to tell these guys to stop talking. But when you do all that goddamn talking and you get your ass embarrassed like you did yesterday and these dudes are stepping over you and clowning you and barking at you and clapping in your face and all that type of stuff, that, that's I don't, I'm not, I don't feel sorry for anybody today. Now, I'm, I'm, I, hey, salute, Golden State Warriors. You guys, were the, you guys were the last NBA champions and the team that's been talking plenty of shit about you ever since Last ever since we lost game six yesterday last year, we've been talking. We've been talking the entire time. We we barked and we got this national TV game on Christmas Day. You're playing without Steph Curry, playing the team without Steph Curry, and you got your ass handed to you. Well, to, and to the point, uh, on your point about Jaron, just to put a little finer point on that, by you know, against the team that called you a bum, right? You know, Clay Thompson, you know, my only my. The, the only problem I've had with Golden State on, on throwing some of it back at the Grizzlies, and I'm with you on the Grizz have asked for all this. Like, I didn't, but was Clay calling Jaron a bum? Because I thought his comment on Twitter about strength and numbers was actually a compliment that night. Hey, look at how deep we are, too, more than a, you know, because again, it wasn't Golden State that they beat that night. Remember that uh, it was a night where their bench had, had I, I, was it? What was it? Was that at I the think it was. I think they but, did beat Golden State in the regular season when they said, yeah, it was. It was a Golden State win. I, I didn't, my point was, I didn't think it was disrespectful enough to be called for him to be called a bum, is my point on that. That that said, everything that Clay did yesterday and, and the barking at Dylan when he fell down, brother, yeah. the, the Grizzlies had brought that on on their own by, by the talking they had done yeah. uh, and everything else. And listen, I, I think it just adds to what's, Clearly, to me, if not the one of the two or three most heated rivalries in the NBA, yeah. because I, I would tell you that, and I guess we saw it get heated a little bit with, I don't know how much you saw that Boston-Milwaukee game, but Jalen Brown and Giannis got into it. You could tell, mm -hmm. like those two teams are tired of each other. Yeah. So there's starting to be a little bit of a tension and intensity there. But I don't, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think it matches the intensity level no. of, of Golden we didn't State. Bring it. We didn't and, answer the bill. And, and Memphis didn't answer the bell. So, like I said, on on a in a game where you know that the, the last time you saw them, Clay Thompson was calling you out. 
I just mm-hmm. didn't think I didn't think Jaron, you know, just played, you know, the 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 smart game. He let those guys, he let yeah. them get worked up and let those referees get them out of the game. You let the corniest dude in the NBA like clown y'all. And then after the game, he gave y'all a father-son speech after the game, <laughs> the post-game. You know what I mean? I'm listening to Clay, what Clay's saying. Like, this dude's not wrong about nothing. And no, he, I said we're, we're going to hold him off as long as we can. 32-year-old yeah, Clay Thompson said that yeah. about these 23-year-olds that have been, you know, yeah. believing that they're on that level. He was like, yeah, y'all dudes are up next, man. But the dynasty stuff, chill out, man. Get y'all one. You know what I mean? Get you one. Then we can talk dynasty. And, and I'm not mad at that at all, bro. And I know that. Golden State is going to fade out into the sunset soon. And, and I know we're probably the team in the West is going to, going to take that reign from them. But, man, right now, you got to lick your wounds and take that ass with me because you took one, a big one on national television. You know what I mean? And um, it sucks, man. Like, and, 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 and I know – and I'm not going to tell this team to stop talking even though I may have done it already in this show. No, because but, usually they back it up. Saying, yeah, that's part, and, and that's part of open. who they are, man. It's just what they do, bro. If that's part of their chemistry. It's part of what gets them going. But I hope that that ass whooping they took yesterday humbled them a little bit. And was, in the event of that, I hope it just refocuses them. I hope it gives them the energy, you know what I mean, the momentum they need to push to uh, to get it together, man. Because there are guys I, I'm seriously concerned about, man. Zaire Williams, I understand, like, you know, you're coming back from injury. Dude, Desmond Bain left and came back since you came back. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're still we're talking about, oh, you gotta get him going, man. It's it's been has it been like 10 games yet since he's been playing? I don't know if we're up to 10 yet, but we're we're this shooting that. is horrible. Like, dude, what and they, I'm telling you, man, I've I've been kind of sitting on this and I haven't wanted to say this. There are some troubling things I'm saying with Zaire Williams' body. Eight games for Zaire. Said troubling Eight things games. with his body. Yeah, like I don't think he's physically right. And, I, and and I'm at the point where I'm about to say, I don't think we're going to see Z- good Zaire Williams at all this season. And, and I hate to be, I'm not being, I hate to be negative. I hate to speak something on the dude that ain't there. But I just, I just there are just times where he looks like he's scared to do certain things with his lower body. And I, and I know the knee stuff is out there, but he just doesn't look, I don't know, man. Like, it, it, he just doesn't look like he's right to me physically. I mean, I may be seeing something that's not there, and I hope I'm not seeing something that's not there, but I, I'm I'm just super concerned about him. I'm not going to keep making excuses for you can't make the basketball go into the basket. Like, I'm I'm done with that with him. Like, dude, you look terrible. You look like you want no part of, of what's going on. He looked like he wanted no part of what's going on out there y- yesterday. John Conchar. We all were, were, were excited about Bain coming back and, and putting John Concha on the bench. Dude, I don't even know why you want you in the game. You had Ty Jerome looking like an upgraded version of you yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he struggled. 0, 0 of 6, 0 of 3 from 3. Disgusting, man. If, if you can't be a guy we kick the ball out to and knock down shots, John Concha, what, what use are you? Because, yeah, you get rebounds and do your 6-5, 6-4. That's cool. But, man, we need you to be able to do something in, in these type of games. And the fact that um, David Roddy might be your best reserve wing. Hey, that was the first game he didn't play in all season long. Yeah. That was the first game he didn't appear in. He's part of the formula, but hey, that's the first game he didn't play in against Golden State. He, he's not, you know, yeah. now that everybody's back, you figure he's gonna, it's gonna be less and less for him. Disgusting, maybe, man. maybe he's bouncing back in a role later on, saying, but when now fully healthy, you know, and now that they're trying to work Zaire back in. 
it's 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 fewer minutes. It's it's going to be less opportunity for for Roddy, who was who was coming along offensively, was coming along offensively. Mm-hmm. Man, and, and and I'll say this, bro, and and we'll get off of this segment because I, I I can't take much more. <laughs> I'll say this. Um, I don't know what. I don't know. I don't. I haven't looked. I I don't know what's next. I don't know about the games ahead. But all I know is, like I said, things that I thought were true. I'm questioning those things. And well, one of those things is, man, that I thought were true. I'm questioning is, I thought that we didn't have to do anything to be a contender at the end of the season. I thought development, time, and all those type of things get those guys together. I'm not sure if I'm there, man. And I hate to be in a situation where I look up and and pride or um or just lack of understanding gets in the way and you don't make changes to this roster because i, I I've, I've always been the guy saying no we don't need to do nothing man these guys are good you got you know you got this you got this you got that everything else work out man i'm worried about even even what i, what I saw yesterday i, I know jerry i know john's gonna do his thing i'm not in, i'm not extremely concerned about jaren and I know Bane's gonna be okay, but man, our bench though, our reserves, man, them dudes wanted none of it. And Golden State's reserves were a bunch of guys I never, even, I didn't even know these dudes were, but they were ready. They were ready for that moment, man. I mean, but but yeah, I mean, you know how role players are in home games, saying, and they're thirteen yeah. and two there. But they're role players, man. Shit, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, what I mean? God. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm gonna I'm go back to something because I don't want to overreact here. I think, and I think you are a little bit. I'm gonna go back man, to I'm a man. I'm, I'm gone. A refocusing. I'm not gonna let a one and three road trip all of a sudden make me believe that this team needs roster changes or being, you know. And I'm with you. Zaire has struggled, but being overly worried about him or now all of a sudden, you know, Conchar, who's already was gonna fall back in minutes. You're not talking about a deal now that Bain's back, where he's gonna have to play an extended amount of time, and 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 maybe it is somebody else besides him. Back to the point. I'm not to a point where I think after a one and three road trip, I want roster change. Refocus. Hopefully, it's an inexpensive lesson, Saint. This right. team, this team was talking, it led by John Morant, was saying they're not concerned about anything in the West. And here's the bottom line: you're nine and nine <laughs> against the West. Okay, Denver, by comparison, is seventeen and seven. And I realize that's a lot more opportunities. Eighteen games to Denver's twenty-four, but they're taking care of business against the West in a conference you're trying to climb that's been jumbled all year long. Man, you've been at five hundred against these, and and like we said, half of those nine wins have come against the bottom. Of the West Hill, like the OKC's, Houston's, and San Antonio. So if you're going to talk that talk and, and and talk about being a team that has no rival really in the West, and your only concern is Boston, man, you got to you you got to start adding up some some wins against the West. Again, you're yeah. talking about a team that felt like where you know Dylan was saying it, Ja was saying it. You're about to roll up some wins. They were doing the talk, and we've been fine with talking the talk because usually they back it up. But they have not done that against Western Conference opponents. They're 11-3 yeah. against the East. Nine and nine against the West. You got to make some hay against the West. And you mentioned who's coming up. Phoenix again. You know, three of your next four, Phoenix, uh, uh, New Orleans, Sacramento, are against Western Conference teams. Yep. Like this team, especially on the road, where it's seven and ten this year, has got to refocus. Mm-hmm. Man. And listen, a lot of that is going to be, you, you know, and I know I'm getting loud, but I, th- I really, I, I think it is. I think we're all emotional after that loss yesterday. A lot of this is going to be, you finally got your hole, right? Bane's back. 
We didn't even talk. You know, it's two games in, but you yeah. got him back, and that's the most important thing. You got him back with Dylan and Jaron and Ja, and so now hopefully you can stop with the talking, to be honest with you, and start piling up some wins, particularly against the West. Like, you're, you're because you've played fewer games in the West than most, the rest of your schedule is going to be West heavy. And so you can't be going 500 in this conference talking about a one seed, you know, that right now is, yeah. is, is only a game off the pace because of its, you know, gaudy 11 and three Eastern conference record. It's not anything it's done in the West. And so you still have some things to prove when it comes to your spot in the West, particularly yeah. uh, uh, how you've played Western conference teams. And I, like I said, I come back, I come away from that saying, saying, you know, maybe it'll be an inexpensive lesson. Where now Taylor's got some things he can point out on the board and say, "Oh man, this was one and three. Look what we just did on this Western Conference trip." Yep. It's an inexpensive lesson where you can come out of that, go back to your word, and refocus, man, and actually get back to a yeah. you know. They got, they've, got the talent. they've got the talent. They got the pieces. For sure. Man. Yeah, I, it, they just maybe right there already where you don't have to. Man, I'm not saying that you don't need to move. We may learn that about this yeah. team, but I don't think we learned it based on a you know a one and three road trip. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go too crazy. Oh man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Man. I just want to calm you down, brother. I, I, it wasn't it wasn't motion yet. And I know I know you oh, were man. you were at the family event and you couldn't say, you know, you couldn't look say, at dumb. Look at like oh man, look at this. You couldn't say what you really felt. And so I know you I, I know now you can get it off and we, we can get yeah, it off. Right, yeah. You know what? That was never, yeah, there you go, man. That's we're gonna be all right. We would have taken two and two going into it. There was an opportunity to do that yesterday, they let it go. Well, we had lost all these games. You be, if you beat Golden State. On Christmas, I'm feeling good today. Man. I don't give a crap about nothing. After Phoenix the way they did, you would yeah. have, you know, you would have salvaged that road trip two and two you coming back home. You would have felt good. You know, it's it's one less. That said, it, it's time to get going against these Western Conference yeah. opponents. Man. Gotta do it, man. Gotta no, do it. no excuses. Yeah. No excuses. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, I do appreciate that you did bring things back around. You, you got me feeling positive. Um, in our next segment, we'll definitely talk about something that brought joy to me. Took me back to my days working at Foot Locker, Jason Smith, my original yeah. job, my first job, man. I, I didn't really? do the McDonald's. I didn't do the McDonald's route. I didn't do the fast food route or the, you know, the paper route or whatever that type of thing. I, I, I worked. My first job was a very uh, cushy, very uh, uh, sexy job working at Foot Locker. Yeah, in the sexy job. Yeah. <laughs> got a lot of numbers at that job. High I'm profile, yeah. A lot of you know, a lot of nice looking women came through. You know, the, the dope boys would bring their girls through there and all that type of those type of looking things. like a looking like a big ass referee. Yeah, had the uh, you know the, the <laughs> polyester referee shirt and pants on. Took me back to my days at Foot Locker, Jason Smith. Uh, but yeah, I remember I was 16 years old working at Foot Locker. Thought I was that dude, man, coming to school with the new shoes on, spending yeah. my entire check on a pair of shoes is what I used to do. 
uh, back then when I was a teenager working at Full Locker. I remember seeing stuff before it came out, knowing what was coming out before it was coming. Thought I was that dude. Kids in school thought I was that dude, man. Powerful. So um, yesterday's other news definitely talked to 16-year-old Anthony Sane working in the Mall of Memphis. Um, Mm -hmm. But the news that I'm definitely referring to is John Morant. uh, It kind of moves so fast, especially since last time we talked. The logo leak came out that he was wearing on his uh, uh, tech track suit or tech suit, whatever they call them. They were jogging suits back in my day. I don't know what they call them now. But um, that came out. We haven't spoke about the logo. I think the logo looks weird. It's kind of growing on me. Uh, reports came out that that's, that you're looking at a shuriken, which is a ninja star or, or or ninja spearhead. And people are talking about, is it Kobe Bryant upside down? I think all this kind of silly talk. I didn't, I didn't see all that. Yeah, yeah. wow. But yeah, it's 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 supposed to be like a ninja star or whatever. That's what okay. this thing's supposed to be. Um, whatever. The the logo came out. We haven't had had time to talk about that. That's kind of old news at this point. Um, but it just moves so fast. The logo comes out, and then you're just like, uh, Ja comes out with a commercial on Christmas Day. No, he does a teaser where Kari has a uh, gift with her name on it with Ja Morant logo. Uh, wrapping paper on it. They were like, "Oh shit, John's about to wear this shoe tomorrow." Didn't see that coming. I didn't. I didn't think we were at that stage. Plus, people I was talking to was like, "He's got a prototype," and they're still kind of trying to decide where they're gonna go with it. I'm like, "Damn, John's got a whole shoe. He's about to wear it tomorrow." I mean, yeah, or what was yesterday on Christmas Day? Um, he comes out with the commercial with the baby, which was Chef Kiss, beautiful commercial. Agreed. Seeing John Moran with his daughter, her unwrapping the paper. The shoe comes out. I'm like, okay, well, that's what we're going to see tomorrow. Then, then the picture's coming out of Ja coming into the arena with another colorway in his hand. Right. And I'm like, damn, they've they've showed us two colors of this shoe, and it's coming out in April. Not sure which color is coming out. I'm assuming that the one from the commercial is the one that we'll see in April. It's got more of a springy shoe feel to it. That color looks more summertime-ish than this other one they showed yesterday. That one looks like more of a fall back to school, you know, when the season comes back around type shoe. But uh, I'll just throw this out. I think the shoe looks great. And I'm not just saying it because it's a John Moran shoe. Um, it's really clean, kind of low profile. I like how the Nike sign turns into the back strap, the little pull strap in the back or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like that part. Um, the co- Both of the colorways to me are sweet. I like the first one better. I like the one that Kari uh, came out. Somebody said that the first color, color scheme might be – dedicated to Kari in some type of way, like it's some of her favorite colors or something like that. Or something it, like that. I know his had her name in line on the, on the, you know, it had on the in line, yeah. but I think that's just his pair. But back to your point, I, yeah. I, that, were those the Grizzlies colors? Cause one, no. I saw one color. Okay. So we'll see that in April, the Grizzlies color. We'll see that, no, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's one that's the Grizzlies colors. I didn't know if that, if that first version was supposed to be that. Now the first one had the, the baby blue, mm-hmm. but it had like pink in it. I know, I know. There were some colors that weren't Grizzlies. That yeah, so I don't really – I kind of think I kind of think those days are kind of over, though, the days of – because guys don't have to have a shoe that matches their uniform by NBA rules. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I just yeah. – I, I thought there was one pair, one colorway that was more Grizz. Yeah, it did. It had like that baby blue. Line. Yeah, it had like the, the, the gold and the baby blue in it. But it the ones like, he had last night with the purple on – would yeah. not be those whatsoever. Where they would not right. have no chance. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit – I like the purple ones better. But I'm with you that, 
I was worried, you know, with a lot of these, some of them feel overdone, man. They try to do too much to make it mm -hmm. signature, whatever. I'm with you. This was a nice, clean look. Yeah, I like it. And you're talking about, again, we talked about the price point at 110. You know, that, that's going to be perfect, especially for a community like Memphis, but even, even more globally. <laughs> like you're you're going to have... You're going to have adults in them junts. They're clean. Uh -huh. you know, you're have grown men in them. I, I can I, see I, myself wearing them with a short set. Jesus, I, 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 think, I, can't, I can't. No, I, I like I, I stopped hooping. And so yeah. but I, I could see myself wearing these with, yeah, yeah, with, yeah, with some yeah, jeans and yeah, either low socks or no socks with a all yeah. with a white, you know, all white on on the weekend. Yeah. Go back old school. Give me a give me a short set from Burks. Yeah, they don't look they don't look like a heavy basketball shoe. Yeah. Like LeBron's or Giannis's have a tendency to do. Mm -hmm. They don't look like or the Zion's, the Jordan. They don't look like a heavy basketball shoe, which I like. And they said it was all they wanted light anyway because it's all about. They, according to Nike, like it's the the bounce coming down, the impact coming down, the cushion for the mm -hmm. coming down anyway. So I think they wanted clean. They got clean. I've seen a lot of hate out there that they don't people don't like them or think they're mid. No man, I think they're I think they're perfect to be I honest. Clean me man, I like yeah, they're nice and light. They're perfect for yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a. I think it'd be a nice looking uh, summertime shoe, as well as like a fall shoe you could wear with your jeans, your jogging pants, whatever you're For doing. Sure. Your um, I think that I like the colors on both. I like the I like the the Kari joint, the one the Kari had in the commercial, better than the one he wore last night. Uh, just my own personal preference. They're clean though, I man. Like I said jokingly, you know, it looked like somebody can throw on with a short set at Burks or Greg's or, you know, wherever. Um, <laughs> Oh, man, because you can't be out there rocking them high tops and a short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hooping, years yeah. Old, you know what I'm saying, like you're still hooping or something. No, they look, they look good, man. Yeah, I'm down I, for it, man. Uh, interesting thing you said about the Memphis market. Uh, as you all know, for those y'all who are not in our market, there's a Nike uh, factory here. Like we, we don't make Nikes here, but they distribute Nike. They, they don't make Nikes in their building, right? No, we nah, distribute right. huge. We call it a factory. It's not really a factory. I think it might be their biggest distribution hub in North America or some stuff like, like, like that. Right. And uh, I have a, um, I have people who work there who have told me that, that, um, that the Nike employee store is one of Nike's biggest like revenue places, like throughout the year, like as far as sales or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would expect for that shoe to, I think if you buy that shoe in Memphis, you're going to have to pay retail for it. I don't think there's going to be, I don't think you're going to get any, um, this is kind of a local Memphis type vibe. Everybody knows that everybody knows somebody that's on the list at Nike where you get some type of deal on it. So I think you're going to have to pay full price, but at that 110, 120, whatever the price is, I think that's a, that's a tremendous uh, deal for the shoes. And I think that you're going to see those shoes all over the city. Depending oh, on how many they make available, yeah, but basketball I, I, camps everywhere, especially yeah. that, like I told you that the the smaller little kids versions, like fifty five or sixty bucks, like yeah. Kyrie, like Kyrie's were, and yeah. why wouldn't it? They, they've literally just slid him right in to Kyrie, yeah, Kyrie yeah, yeah. And so, so again, if you keep that price point the same, man, it, it'll be one of the most bought shoes for kids. Yeah, so you, you start that up saying, you know, that younger generation, and maybe even stealing some that were on that Kyrie train. And that that bro that builds up years and years. This kid's twenty three. By the time he's you know twenty six, twenty seven, this shoe will be, it'll be explosive. And you've built new fans. Yep. You know what you especially when you know you'll have it'll be a jaw two and a jaw three. Yeah. You'll, you'll get you know yeah. different, and it'll it'll go up in price because once they realize they can sell a John Moran shoe, Nike's probably gonna, yeah. yeah they're gonna it's gonna go up in price with more technology to it. So uh, but I'm excited about it, man. I um I'm had to get my old ass in line to grab me a pair for sure. Um, I don't know whether that's going to be at the Nike store 
on you know swoosh.com what, what, what did you now do you remember your footlocker discount how much did you get off as a as a uh, employee of footlocker it started off at like it started off at 15 percent, and then uh, it, doubled, it doubled up and went to 30 by the time i left Ooh, but I, I don't know what it is now what are those nike uh our nike distribution hub what are they what do they get i know they get a little friends and family uh pass they get 20 say it's uh 50 if, if you're on the nike list which means that someone who works there puts you on their referral list uh, to get the discount. I think it's 50% if you're ordering off the website, um, wow. 40% in the outlet store, and 30% at the employee store, if I'm not mistaken. I might you got, got that. Hold, I might got that. You got some, yeah. you got to hook me yeah, up. You man. might got that plug, man. You know, I might see what's over there. Man. Okay. All right. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, excited for John, excited about his shoe. Uh, hoping they put him in NBA 2K soon. That would be sweet if you can see, you know, the John Morant shoe in the video game. And hopefully we can see a John Morant cover uh, on the video game as well. But, yeah, super excited. Bravo for John Morant yep. uh, getting those shoes. Uh, yeah. Bravo he, for almost, he almost had a – did you – the monster dunking that thing Woo! in the – would have given Nike – yeah, yeah, it's needed for the long. Like, nah, we're gonna drop this bitch tomorrow. But would have been in the store today if y'all had got that dunk. But okay, we had the A team. We had it. That's why I was so disappointed. Yeah, Mark Jackson, Van Gundy with Mike Breen. And it's the you got the A team, and you wanted to make it about the Grizzlies. I want. Hey, we didn't hear no bangs. No Grizzlies. I know. Bangs. I know. And because Van Van ass went zero of six or whatever. Yeah, we got banged knocking, about that number. Knocking the rust <laughs> off. Her. Didn't even get a, a bang on Bane, which I was and hoping. That bang hit hard when it when it was that's not hit different when it ain't for you, bro. For real. And, and he had looked good. I mean, uh, the shooting was a little off, but he had 17 against Phoenix. So I was yeah. I was kind of hoping for big things from him yeah, in that game. Ready. And yeah, he couldn't hit he couldn't hit a thing. Bro, that bang do not hit right. But this is this against you. Oh I cannot stand Jordan Poole. He does a very oh, good job at being uh at getting under your skin. I know he got thrown out. Uh, so he's got to control his own emotions, but dude, Jordan Poole does a good job of keeping the uh, you know, the Golden State hate at a, oh, at yeah. a high level. He's Draymond and Clay just passing it to Jordan that oh, yeah. uh, Golden State hate. He man, he man, man, he had and, and and Dylan tightened up after that first quarter, but uh, man, it, it just wasn't enough, yeah, wasn't for enough. sure. Um Again, you guys are listening to Grind Season here with Anthony Anthony Sane and Jason Smith. Uh, listen to us on the free Odyssey app or however you listen to podcasts. Thank you guys for tuning in today. As we go into our final segment of the show, where we talk about who brought the seasoning since the last time we spoke. Jason Smith, for this, I normally go back and I look at notes. I look at box scores. I look at game logs to see how guys have gone since the last time we played. I haven't done any of that. I'm not looking at box scores. I don't really care. There's a person we've been avoiding all season long when it comes down to these, but simply because of his heroics on national TV yesterday, giving it, giving it his all and getting his own goddamn shoe like we just talked about. Mm. I'm easily, I'm not putting any, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this, I normally have some kind of rhyme or reason or a limerick or something for you. It is John Morant gets the season this week since the last time we talked. Just, es just escalating his superstardom, a very well done commercial by Nike. Plus, we know there has to be another one coming because he filmed one in Memphis. There right. were the, uh, the casting call notes that came out for a Nike commercial 
for a player that can, you know, for someone looking for someone that can look like John Morant. That that came out. We know there's another actual Nike commercial coming. We saw something that kind of looked like a, kind of a commercial script that came out from Nike. Uh, so that might be that. But shout out to John Morant, like I said, putting us because there wouldn't there wouldn't be no Christmas Day game if there was no John Morant. Very true. Shout Very out to true. him being the face of this franchise, doing the things that take us to that next level, bringing that level of excitement. Uh, man dropped his own shoe with his daughter in the commercial. Beautiful stuff. Very disappointed we didn't get a win yesterday. But shout out to John Moran. He gets my season uh, for sure this week. Um, I, I like that, and he certainly is, a, is deserving. I, I remember, here's a story saying, when I was 21 years old and I went to a, a bar in Midtown with my father for the first time and had that first good legal, had that first good legal beer with him, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, sat down with him, and I remember feeling like, Man, I'm I'm really I'm really grown now. Cause at one time in my life, you know, my dad always had beer around, and I'd sipped on it. I couldn't stand beers. Like, man, what do you what do you what do you, what do you adult? Drink it, man? You remember that? And your kid, you taste beer is nasty. You don't like it. They tell you it's a, a you know acquired, acquired taste, as they told us all. And, and son, you'll understand when you become a man. And so I tell that story to say mm -hmm. that uh, I don't know if this is seasoning, but I want to give Jaron Jackson some hops, man. You know that Ooh. stuff that's in beer. I want to I want to move a beer across the table. Well, a hoppy beer or whatever it is, just a grown man beer. Yeah. Down to him, to Jaron Jackson. A nice and IPA. And yes. And tell that man that it is time to be a man. Yeah, man. It, it is time to stop doing some of this childish stuff you're doing in terms of the responding to the foul calls. Then that stacks up. Then you're grabbing James Wiseman's jersey because you want to be lazy, but everybody's looking at you. We're supposed to be past this now. So so my, my thing is it's grow up time. And I'm, I'm you know, I feel a little bit guilty. Because a couple of weeks ago, we're talking about Jaron Jackson's playing at an all-star level. And he uh, was. He was. And I still think he can win defensive player of the year. But I remember telling you, Sam, like, hold on. I, I want to see this for an extended time. I want to see us move past some of these, you know, the immaturity. How his ways. And that's what we've been calling it immaturity now for four, four and a half, five years. Like it's time to grow up and be a man about this and, and show these referees that you're not going to let it you're not going to let it continue to compound like like the problem it, it's one thing when you pick up one but when you let that frustration add to the next one the way you're picking up some of these fouls it's yeah. just time to grow up and so listen we've praised jaron when he's been great you said it earlier he's been the key to the defense yep. moving up the way it has key to the win they're key number the they're, the they're number four in the nba it's the reason they're up there hell yesterday they lose that because he can't stay on the floor mm -hmm. because of the foul trouble and so I'm right. just saying to Jaron Jackson in, in the most respectful of ways, bro, it's time to grow up and not let this stuff continue right. to, you know, continue to fester, continue to get you frustrated and, and continue to to render you powerless, you know, for a team that's shown you you, you see how valuable you are for them. Yeah, so man. It, you got to be on the floor in a game like yesterday. You just need Jaron to uh, stop with the antics, man. Stop with yeah. the stuff that you can control because a lot of it's on him. Yeah. You know? I, I definitely love that. And in, in the immortal words of uh, – uh, Pancho Vila, I believe, in uh, on pro one of Project Pat's albums in a uh, <laughs> in a skit where the song started off with "Pay Me a Beer, Mike." You remember that song? Yeah. Pay, pay Me a Beer, Mike. There you go. Anyway, yeah, pass the beer to my boy. <laughs> pass the beer to Jerry Jackson Jr. You go. got to grow up, man. Especially against the fire, man. Get you some of these good hops in your mouth, man. There you go. Wrong right here. But yeah, I, I, I like that. Great, 
great storytelling you did to, to wrap that up, Jason Spill. Great podcast as well. We had today. We uh we will wrap it up. Uh, not sure when we'll come back this week, but but you will you will get another podcast this week. We're still recovering from our holiday hangover, uh, so to speak. We want to make sure we got this one in for you guys today. You will get another one this week. Thank you guys for listening, man. Um, if if we do another, we'll do another before the New Year's over. For uh, sure, we'll probably do some uh, year year uh, calendar year reviews as well as some maybe some uh, New Year's resolutions, maybe something like that for, yeah. for the Grizzlies. We'll right. do that as well. But we thank you guys for checking us out today. Uh, continue to listen to us however you're doing so uh, subscribe share our podcast talk about our podcast um, that kind of stuff is always good we appreciate you guys for everything you're doing for Jason Smith this is Anthony Sane and we are grind season and we are out